0: You're listening to Girl Talk, a podcast for girls, hosted by Girl Scouts River Valleys. Girls are go-getters, innovators, risk-takers, and leaders. As the premier leadership organization for girls, Girl Scouts sets the standard. Girl Scouts is the girl expert, and in a world full of challenges, we're in Girl's Corner.
1: Hi, we've got our friend Kadra Muhammad with us on the podcast.
2: Kadra, welcome back to Girl Talk. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm really excited to be here. We're
1: so glad. And as usual, I'm Hannah. I'm Shaina. And we want to talk about leadership today, what it means if we consider ourselves leaders, and some of what we experienced as girls. Are you guys kind of ready to deep dive on this? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, great. (laughs) So my first question is kind of just to get a baseline. I wanted to know kind of what leadership things do you guys do Now, like, what are we doing right now to be leaders?
2: Yeah. So, with my job as a program coordinator for Girl Scouts, I work with two hundred plus girls. And whoa, yes, (laughs) I always forget how many it is, and I'm uh, like,
3: oh, oh, this this is not a game.
2: (laughs) Yes, it's not a game. And what I love about it is, most of the girls are women of color, and a lot of them are Somali girls. So it's nice to just be a leader in that sense to all the girls that I work with. And then also in my personal life, I have seven siblings. Ooh. And I mentioned a little bit last time, I love them so much. But I'm definitely a leader in that sense because yeah. I feel like I'm kind of a second mom to them. Yeah. At least that's what I think in my head. Ah. Yeah. Um, so, so I see myself in that sense as a leader.
3: Nice. I'm sure they give you the sass like they would with your mama too. I'm sure they bring oh, it. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Yes.
3: Yeah. So you get the good, the bad, the ugly.
2: Yeah, I just went to conferences last ah, night ooh. for my little brother. Hey. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Yeah, my wow. dad was like, "You're going," and I'm like, "Okay, okay,
1: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure."
3: Let me check on my big, little brother. See what he's doing.
1: Yep. shana what do you think? What 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 like is makes you a leader today? What are you doing that is leader e leadery?
3: Leadery. Yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> that has been instituted by this podcast <laughs> as of now. Um, it gave me context, so thanks. I like leadery. Yeah. I was like, I'm ready. Uh, (laughs) It's so interesting. Like, Khadra, you leaned on, like, it was like a blend of, like, your personal and, like, professional work and life. And I feel like I defaulted to that same kind of idea also work at Girl Scouts I used to do Kadra's role as program coordinator I shifted now to program planner where I support the work of the program coordinators from planning really cool outings and events and partnerships to supporting them on the backhand the not always so much fun stuff from data (laughs) and evaluation so it's really fun to kind of have the role of supporting what the coordinators are doing ensuring that the experience of their girls are awesome and just like kind of doing the back in but also I have a very large family I, I love having a large family but like it's a lot of fun but also it comes with a lot of work I have over 20 nieces and nephews and as you talked about Kadra they're my babies they're my yeah. they're my guys I didn't know you had that many yeah oh yeah I have a lot my siblings have a lot of children and they're my they're my special little guys and they range from so many different ages but as you mentioned especially with our family dynamic being an aunt it's it is i think a lot of leadership because i don't i like to say i'm not just a recreational aunt i'm there for what they need the good times the hard times the growth and also you know having fun and experience in life but yeah it's a good time there's so many of them
2: yes that's a lot they that's good i love them. yes they i get... wish i wish i was an aunt but <laughs> it is <laughs> so much fun being a aunt wish. yeah i wish i was it's so important that role
3: Hannah doesn't have siblings, so Hannah's uh, not. Aunt yeah, either.
1: I'm. Yeah, I'm not an aunt, and I also have a really tiny family. So actually, when I was thinking about this question, like what makes me a leader, I didn't really have a family piece in there because I feel like. Everybody else in my family is older, so they're, like, leaders to me. I feel that. Um, so I'm, awesome. like, less of a leader in that sense. But in terms of my baseline, my role at Girl Scouts, I'm I'm a manager, so I, I supervise a couple of folks there, working on some awesome projects. And then also during the summer, I'm a camp director, which means that I am working with a lot of people, young people usually, like in the 18, 19, 20 age range, to put on awesome camps for girls, and then also kind of a leader to the campers, too, it always kind of surprises me even though I'm not like with them all the time the the campers end up seeing me as that leader and then they see me in other places and they're like "it's Gilly she's" the... and I'm like "wow you actually think of me that way that's interesting" wait, 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 What do they, wait, what do they call you? Oh uh, oh my camp name's Gilly. Oh I love that. Is <laughs> it adorable? Yeah. I love that. I didn't know there were
2: camp names.
1: Yeah and then the other piece I do I, I, all my leadership roles are at work. I, I love working at Girl Scouts and it's a big part of my life but I'm also the STEM Like, I manage the STEM program, so science, technology, engineering, and math. So all of the kind of, like, events and programs we do around that, I kind of lead the strategy and direction for that. So, yeah, those are, like, my main leadership roles right now. So fun, fun stuff.
3: So many of Kadra and I's girls in our program have had the pleasure of going to events that Hannah has managed and developed in terms of STEM. And they could not believe how much fun they've had. Like Hannah really makes it hands on, really make it fun. It's never this generic run uh-huh. of the meal. Shucks. They, they get, they're really <laughs> excited about how much time went into it.
1: Thank you. That's that's really nice to hear.
3: Of course.
1: Okay, so now we have kind of a baseline, like where we're leading in our lives right now. So I was curious, like what is your guys' leadership style? Like what is your leadership philosophy? How do you approach it?
2: With my leadership style, it's all about me showing up and being consistent especially with my girls um, because I'm more shy and quiet mm. where for me what works is when I'm consistently showing up with curriculum with ideas for them with projects for them to do that's my way of showing that I'm a leader to them and that mm-hmm. they can trust me because when we build that relationship where mm-hmm. they know that I'm always going to be there for them and I'm always going to have things for them to do I see myself in a leader that yeah. way yep. instead of being outgoing because. I can't fake it. Like, yeah. I can't even try to fake being loud and outgoing. Like, I've tried.
3: Young people well detect it. They want yeah. you to just bring it. They, they'll they sniff it out so fast. They're like,
2: <laughs> yeah, they're like, you're fake. Right. Like, what are you doing? Like, they know. Right. Like, A lot of people are
1: trying too hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Not even just young people. Like, uh, people, yeah. I w- thinking about that, I'm curious. Like, what do you think about that idea? I think sometimes we hear that leaders need to be really, like, vocal, charismatic, outgoing. What do you think about that idea?
2: Yeah, I always thought that when I was younger that leaders had to be – because that's all I've got mm-hmm. growing up, like right. the visual. like They had to be loud, outgoing, be able to control a crowd, and I wasn't able to do those things, so I didn't see myself as a leader. Mm-hmm. But then throughout college and even after college, my ideas shifted yeah. when I saw myself being a leader, and I was like, oh, I'm not outgoing, but a lot of the students – they're also a lot of them are shy and not mm-hmm. as outgoing as well, and yeah. so I feel like I was a good role model in that sense where they didn't feel like they had to take yeah. it. something
1: that I I say sometimes is that there's there's strength in quiet leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely. think like, I absolutely. agree, and, and I think we need like mix of of all of those things. Uh, Shana, do you consider yourself like a quiet leader or a more outgoing leader?
3: Um. I see myself as a very outgoing, extroverted leader. Like, uh, Kadra, what you said, it is shot and resonated with me so much when you said trust. That is a big deal. I saw this quote that said, you can't discipline and direct a child before they know you love them or before they know that you have their best interests in mind. And so if you jump in before you have an established relationship, before they know your intent, before they know that they can trust you, you're not working off of anything. You're just hoping that the fact that you're an adult and you look stern and you frown your face will like get you <laughs> yeah. leeway. But they want to know that you got them. And I think it's that's them. true for adults, Absolutely. too, At leading
1: adults, anyone like I think that, that that connection piece in the beginning is really important to, to gain that trust.
3: Absolutely. And, yeah. Right. And and, and and I think, well, for me, like when I think of leadership and, and just to give context, I'm thinking of leadership in how do I support the Girl Scout coordinators as well as how do I like work with young people as a youth practitioner and my family I am a very silly outgoing person (laughs) I love relationships (laughs) I love people and so I feel like when you get to enjoy your time with somebody and it's not very rigid where it's like it's strictly like academic or it's strictly work but you get to show up and allow people to show up as themselves is a big deal so I think trust relationship building and also like allowing people to specialize, let them flourish in their skill. Condra, there are so many things implicitly and directly that you do that is not in my wheelhouse and I'm so happy we have you because you fill those gaps. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that you have to kind of like, first of all, let people be themselves and let people adapt to people. So not asking them, we talk about this at work all the time, not asking people to feel like they have to comply with a certain culture or certain expectations, but allowing people to be who they are and adapt in how you do things. So I think that, for example, I think we had an episode where I talked about how, like with my nieces and nephews, if they get a bit excited, like <laughs> allowing them to be expressive with moderation now, alright let's, let's, let's be all cool and respectful now, but also just allowing them to be who they are, not what I think they should or how my personality is, but they are able to bring their unique selves to the table. But okay. I, what were you what were you well, thinking? Well, uh, yeah,
1: I was thinking about the kind of unique self and kind of what we were talking about about like there's a quiet leadership style, mm-hmm. there's a more outgoing one. And I think it's interesting like I think about Shayna. I mean, when I came back from camp, <laughs> the first day I was back in the office, <laughs> Shayna came down the stairs and saw me and was like Hetta! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like
3: ran to me, right? And that's but I, I asked really, if I could give you a hug, yeah, because like I wanted to be respectful, because you know, like some people, but were, are, yeah. But I really wanted to hug you. <laughs> I missed you. I,
1: I do see like you as being that outgoing leader, like that connecting with people, bringing people in from all over different parts of our office to like pull them in and and have them know about Connects, the work that Connects does. Um, so I think that I see you as that type of leader, but then I think about like, for example, one of our fellow camp directors on our staff at uh, girl scouts, um, her name's Jen and she, I hope she's okay that I talk about her, whatever. (laughs) Um, she is a very quiet yes leader um I know. and jen Z. Yeah. Jen yeah exactly and so she's she's very quiet and i think she kind of connects with people one to one but she has like high standards and absolutely people follow them you know what i mean like she's got that quiet strength i like that we have an environment where we have different types of of leaders in the room and i think that that's where you get the most dynamic experience and
2: like the best results i agree i think it's so important to allow people to be as authentic as possible i think that story reminded me of when i first met you during my (laughs) onboarding and i think 10 minutes into me meeting you you started dancing and i (laughs) loved it so much And so I just remember like leaving. I'm like, this is like the best, this is gonna be the best job ever. I loved it so much. Just allowing people to be authentic on yeah. both spectrums, like allowing yeah. you to be like social and like outgoing because that's most comfortable to you, but also allowing people who are more quiet to like have that strength as yeah. well, like knowing the strengths in both.
1: Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Yes. I f- you guys don't even know. I feel so strongly about this. About some people have like openly said to me, like, oh man, like, when I've uh, been in different roles and positions like oh I feel like a leader is like someone who's loud maybe charismatic what have you but like you mentioned with Jen and different and people who are a bit quieter there are multiple ways to get somewhere yeah there are so many strengths and various different leadership but we shouldn't just look to like one style and sometimes that's also very male dominant like we're saying mm-hmm. we have to emulate things that we've seen that are seen as masculine especially as women yeah. we are always told that the way that we do things is not quality or the way that we do things are not what they're looking for but we should be allowed to show up in our own ways. And women are buried too. We're not all the same. But there's so many times people emphasize like oh an outgoing leader. Like I just I'm really happy that in my life in so many different areas I've been in from work to school, we're dispelling that. That kind of notion is breaking away and mm-hmm. so many people are being able to kind of like come to the forefront who have different leadership styles. I'm so excited about that.
1: So like kind of building on this idea of like the the quiet, the outgoing when you're working with other people, like, do you like to give those people time to make decisions, have give them a lot of agency on those choices? Do you like to have more of a hands on guidance?
2: Does it depend? Like, what what kind of style do you use, Kadra? It's changed a lot yeah. in the past couple of years. I think before I was always hands on, where I would give instructions, and then I was like, okay, but let me help you do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> like watching over them the entire time. Like, oh, like you can fix that up. Or, oh, like, kind of like, anxious. Are you like sure I'm, you want
3: to do that? Like, yeah. I,
2: yeah, that's not what I said earlier. Like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> just watching over them like a mom the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I needed to just take a step back mm-hmm. and give instructions or directions and then allowing my students to do it. And it's okay if they make mistakes. And it's like we learn from that. My students would come up to me and say, oh, can you show like can you show me how to do this? And I tell them now, do it first and then come to me. And then I'll let you know like how we can fix this project yeah. or what advice I have for you. I feel like that works better because a lot of the times if you allow them to do it, they do it yeah. they just sometimes they need a little yeah they think that they need more help than they actually need and so oh my goodness
3: right yeah and right. so
2: it's that like confidence piece and i understand cuz they're young students and that's how i was too but just allowing them that space to make mistakes yeah and Lowest then environment. yes yeah. and then letting them know this is a safe place to make mistakes and then giving them that guidance
3: afterwards I, yeah
2: i think that i uh, the same kind of thing you were talking about where
1: i i agree I, My leadership style has changed a lot the same way you were talking about where I think there's this anxiety that comes from like you want to like help people and like exactly what you're talking about. Sort of like the mother. Yeah, right. Um, But I think that really what pushed me was a circumstance that that made me have to push and be more of like an empowering leader that just lets people try stuff was was camp because I
3: just don't have time. And also, you yeah. can't... Hannah, I've been to your camp. Your camp is huge. You can't be in all places at one time. <laughs> yeah. So you have to trust. And I noticed, Hannah, I've seen you in action. I think you do such a great job. I, Your your camp ran like a well-oiled machine. Aww. I had so <laughs> much fun mm-hmm. at Camp Amaga. Like, legit fun. I was swimming and dancing and <laughs> carving knives. and I was like, I was, but, but like you said, too, like specializing, like... And, and letting people, like, giving them the trust to be like, okay, we can problem solve, but I know you got it. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Kadra was talking about, like, well, you got this. Yeah. You don't need me to micromanage you. I think it's good yes. because
1: it ends up encouraging whoever you're working with, students, your staff, to grow. You know, they mm. get the opportunity to, to
2: stretch themselves. And I'm kind of stretching myself, too, by letting go of that anxiousness. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? And growing into that.
2: <laughs> yeah. A lot of my students, when I'm helping them out with, like, math homework, especially yeah. – they want you to help them with each step and i would tell them just try the try it. just try right. the problem and then that way i actually have something to look at where I'll, i can say you did everything great just the last step we need to work on and they remember that because they're like oh i'm doing this correctly mm-hmm. i just need yeah. to focus on this instead of thinking that they don't know how to do anything right so mm-hmm. they know yeah so they know exactly what they need to
3: focus on instead Indeed. of thinking
2: oh i'm bad at math like oh no i just need to fix this small thing up i'm good at all of this
3: though right on yeah. like i got tripped up on this element of yes. it not yeah. the overall yes of it absolutely i really appreciate the things that you guys were talking about with young people have you guys ever heard of uh non-evaluative feedback
2: I have not. Mm-mm.
3: Like sometimes we say good job or I like that or oh my goodness, well done. And sometimes people will reference us as their indicator of what's good. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate how y'all are talking about like giving people the reign. Like like youth work like youth will come up and my nieces and nephews or what have you will come up and be like Hey, do you like my picture? And I'm like, do you like your picture? Like, no, I'm not. You yeah, know, I'm right. not sure. End all be all. Like, you're a valid person. Please don't look at me for validation. You are an awesome person. And 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 and, what do you think about it? I totally think it's lovely. But what what were you like? Why'd you choose this? What was your thought? You know, I think that's yeah. important to kind of give young people. They don't look at adults as like, they're like the person who's going to verify if they're worthwhile. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For I, sure. Yeah, I think that's a really good point with my siblings, they could give me like a jar of dirt as a present. I'm gonna and I'm gonna love it no matter what. Right. Like I love like, you, I love it. Yeah, like, oh yeah, this is great, thank you. Like <laughs> like I will frame whatever they give me. And so yeah. I think that's a really good way to switch up and say, Do you like this? Yeah. yeah instead And so then they have to reflect and be like, Oh yeah, I do yeah. like I'm proud of this. So Absolutely. Yeah, or like flip. what
3: made you do this? Or why did you choose these colors? Or I mean Why this <laughs> dirt? Why this Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why this jar? <drug?
1: laughs> <laughs> i love it so we we talked a little bit about kind of our style and there's some things we talked about that were positive like places we're, we're growing into our leadership style w- what are some things that make leadership challenging so what when we run into difficulties connor's got a face on like oh, yeah
2: <laughs> i just i'm gonna be honest i just always want to seem likable mm. and i always want people to think of me as like approachable or nice and I feel like sometimes it c- when I'm leading I don't want to come off as someone mean or yeah. aggressive or if I have to be a little bit more assertive I don't want my students or anyone who I'm leading to switch it up and think that mm-hmm. I'm being like condescending or rude and right. I think that it's it's hard to mm-hmm. be a balance of no I want to help you out and I want to be friendly but I also have really important information I need to give you and I yep. want you to listen to me and I would need to be assertive, and I need you to be respectful. So it's hard sometimes to balance that yeah. those two sides. Yeah. yeah, I think that I think that I don't know what you guys think,
1: but from my perspective, I feel like that is something that girls and women experience a lot. Absolutely. Like absolutely, like the sort of anxiety about want, like needing to lead, wanting to lead, right? But also feeling this like turmoil about being likable. Yes, yeah. have you experienced that, Shayna
3: Oh my goodness. Yeah, like um <laughs> like if people, for example, will think that you're bossy just because you're giving feedback. I think it's so I really feel excited about in my life. I've grown in delivering feedback. I don't necessarily feel discomfort in it. Like if you have right. to tell someone like, Oh, what you did was a little off base or yeah. wasn't on target with the goal. And you know, and that could be strickening for some people. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> and I understand. But I think what gives me solace is I tell people my intent directly and indirectly. I try to let people know I'm for you. And also I'm adhering to these goals. It's not abstract. It's not like, Oh, a random thing I'm thinking of. Like, here are our goals. Here's what we said our mission was. Here's what we said the outcome was. And I'm for you. And I know you excel in other areas. And also, I also love to be informed people to give me feedback. So it doesn't just feel like I'm dishing it, but like they know that like they can (laughs) come to me and be like, Hey, Shayna, you told everyone that we, our goal was 45 and we discussed last week, there's 14 and you have put everyone in a panic. Can you please <laughs> yeah. send that email? And I'm like, I'm like, and that is a forbade conversation I've had yeah. <laughs> where it's like, Shayna, were you at the meeting? Cause like everyone's really confused and you have a really high goal and people are scared. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we do? I think
1: that's part of being a leader too, is being able to take the feedback, right? Absolutely. And I think this bossy thing, like, like you said, that word bossy has this like negative connotation for women, I think, in particular, like wanting to not come off as bossy. But like I think about camp, this is another situation where Camp has really pushed me. I mean, the last year we had a situation where we weren't sure. Where a kid was. Okay. So that sounds really scary. Did they hug that tree? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Right. Like I said, I tell them to always hug a tree um, if they are lost. But what happened, all of what happened was that someone had taken them to go get their medication. Yeah. But hadn't connected with the counselor. Okay. So they weren't like fully lost. Right. We just didn't realize where they were. And what that like after a, a, you know, a certain cursory search, it's time to like make that an emergency situation. Absolutely. Right. And so it's interesting for me because I really do have this kind of hands off leadership style at camp in the sense that I want to empower people. But in that kind of situation, it's like you go here, you go here, you go here. Like, I don't care about being bossy. This is business. You know what I mean? Like, we're doing this now. I want you to ring the bell. I need you to do this. Like, and that's just you know, how it is. But I think that, too, like, as women and girls, we can stretch ourselves to, like, have more of that direct communication outside of even those emergency situations. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't need to only be that when
3: right there's literally there's a child missing yeah <laughs> yeah I, mean? I wondered, yes. and i wanted to say i wanted to attack on this and of course we're using a particular example but of course we can apply it to other things hannah the thing is though people were looking for you to you for structure because right. what if everybody was like wait what do we do in this situation <laughs> yeah, or, right. or everyone had different ideas of what the procedure should be and you gave it con- you made it concise yeah you gave everyone clear direction and people were aware of what do we do so there there so like you said, you had to take on charge and be very, like, direct. But also, that was great because you helped people to remember what do you do. It was organized. People weren't like, I should do this. No, I thought I was doing this. And I thought she was, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was like, okay, all right. So it was managed. That's yeah, literally right. what a manager does. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know? And I think, like,
1: can you guys think of situations where either you wish you had been a little more, quote, bossy or, like, needed to be a little bit more bossy that wasn't, like
2: life or
0: death <laughs>
2: <laughs> actually yesterday yeah um, with one of my troops I was thinking in my head that it's it's hard to be nice all the time mm-hmm. if that makes sense and to be perceived as nice all the time
3: mm-hmm.
2: with my troop you we were having a decorating contest so I brought like graham crackers and frosting and we were gonna have a contest and with was one there of gummy bears no, I brought sprinkles, though. Okay, okay, that's <laughs> yes, cool, that cool. yes. right, I was colors. thinking later, I was like, oh, I should have brought gummy bears. I love
3: how we were on the same page.
2: Yes, I should have brought it, but next time. <laughs> and they just were being very disruptive, and it was very chaotic. And I know that they're taking the MCAs, and they were sitting in classrooms for like two-plus hours. But it was very hard for me to control them. Yeah. And I wish I would have stepped up a little bit more, because we didn't even have time to do... I still have a bunch of graham crackers in my car right <laughs> and now and the sprinkles yeah. <laughs> and the sprinkles and the frosting and I wish I would have stepped up just a little bit more because we didn't have a chance to even get to right. the graham crackers because it was a lot of classroom management right. and I want this to be a really fun time for the girls right. and the troop that I did it with beforehand had a really great time and we're bragging to the girls who didn't have a chance to do <laughs> it so I wish I would have just stepped up a little bit more and had been very clear about what the expectations were because I also want to have fun with them too but kind of what I'm hearing too is that there
1: are times where that assertiveness is necessary Mm -hmm. even for the people you're leading to have a good time like like absolutely to have their best interests in your heart you still have to be have that assertiveness yeah yeah what are some other like challenges that that you guys have experienced with leadership
3: I have a hard time when people aren't flexible and when people aren't creative. Mm-hmm. When it's like, we've done this, this is the way we've done it, or also mm-hmm. this is how it is in my head and I feel derailed if someone gives me other advice.
1: Uh yeah, right. <laughs> you know,
3: and it's like... I hear you, but also there's 14 people in this room. Right, So yeah. let's all work collaboratively. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time. That doesn't happen very often in my space. mean, I feel so privileged because, like like we said, we work at Girl Scouts. I have an awesome school environment. I have an awesome home environment. By all means, you know, we still ch- have challenges from here to here, but also, like, people are receptive and responsive. But, man, when that does, like you said, what presents challenges? Yeah. Yeah, when people aren't flexible, when people... Does that make you frustrated? Yes. And then you feel... Like, it's harder to lead. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) Oh, pardon me. And and I should reference that I'm talking about what I need from a leader. Or when I'm in a space where we're working together. Not necessarily in the people I lead. You know, I think that that makes things a bit harder. And then also not letting people do their specialties. So, like, Mm -hmm. if someone feels, like, uncomfortable, like, oh, I don't know where to start in this project. Kind of, like, let people lean into their strengths. Yeah. And also, I think another tough thing with leadership is when you don't groom people where you just go a long time with everyone helping out like or being with young people but you don't talk to them about their strengths or point out something that they do or or they talked about something that they want to work on like you don't help them in that and it's just like it's a little too group oriented not one-on-one
1: right yeah so if we talked a little bit about like the challenges of being a leader and yeah there are some tough things out there but what do you love about being a leader like what what really excites you about it what what do you love about it
0: what I Shane love yes the <laughs> dance yes
2: I love it what excites me is seeing other girls become leaders mm. that's my favorite part I try my hardest to be as intentional as possible when I'm with my troops. so like for example with one of my troops in apple valley whenever I have like a poster board and I want to like have someone write I'll like choose like like hey is it okay if you come up to the board and be my writer for me and I know it's something small but it allows that girl to be a leader and
3: mm-hmm. and feel ownership of their truth yeah
2: I, yeah I really try my best to be as intentional as possible when, with my girls there's a lot of girls who are natural leaders I don't think that they see themselves that way but they are and I want to emphasize that but also with the other girls too like giving them a chance to yeah. be leaders as well That's so my it's, favorite like, part. it's like seeing that growth in people yes
1: yeah yes. yeah yeah
3: I love team excitement. As y'all know, we talked about, like, I love, like, being social, having awesome, like, group cohesion that happens. Everyone has, like, a shared idea or a shared goal. And that just gets me super, super jazzed. And I also love learning. The, that happens when you're leading people, the learning that you do. Like you said, Katra, how you see people grow and, like, spring into into, like, skills and strengths. Like, oh, man, that's always so cool. And plus the end project and the impact. Like, that's a big deal. Like, right. if you, for example, like, if you were to take action with your girls or Hannah or last year when my girls would to camp, yeah. they did woodland. Some of my girls had never used a knife. They're like, oh, what if I cut myself? No joke. There was high school girls I took who would actually walk off by themselves because they said it was relaxing. Yeah. And they, like, they got it really pointed. They were able to, like... Uh, poke it through a through a uh, apple yeah and they thought that was the coolest thing they were like I made it sharp enough I don't know yeah. why I'm doing that voice <laughs> um, they, were like, <laughs> they were like I made it sharp enough so like being a leader getting people to see the end product is so that's just an example yeah so you got me all excited about camp look what you did
1: <laughs> yeah I think, think about it's it all because, day like it's coming up at- <laughs> when we're recording this podcast camp yeah. is coming up so like it's all I can think about <laughs>
3: In all seriousness, Hannah, um, we're not going to Lacamaga this year with Kajra and I's girls. It's called Connects, but I would love to visit you at camp. Kajra yeah, and I and Adele come should come visit you yes. at, at camp. I would love Please that. come. Yeah, yes. that'd be awesome. We should awesome. go swimming and paddleboarding.
1: <laughs> I I think it's so interesting all these things you guys are talking about because that's true of me too. I feel like what I love about leading is seeing people grow. Like, uh, and I don't think I honestly I don't think I originally thought of it that way. I think that I sort of bought into the idea of leadership being tied to like power and right. like commanding uh a lot which which is i think an something element. that people talk about you know what i mean and sometimes it's an element of it but i think that the the thing that sort of surprised me was how rewarding it is to see the results of your leadership turn into growth so like when camp staff are struggling with something in the first week but then by week 4 they got it down you know what I mean that is really cool to see that growth happen and I think too that I like it when I lead in a way that I feel like is positive like for example I feel like there's a lot of strength in empathy Mm. and so I, I lead in that way where you know I'm connecting with people and kind of understanding where they're coming from instead of just telling them what to do kind of thing or not taking um, into
3: context what's going on with them
1: yeah yeah so leading with empathy yeah getting that context not jumping to conclusions those kinds of things and it's really rewarding to see the young people that I work with at camp who are transitioning kind of into their adult lives where they're going to be leaders in their work and school as they go off to college modeling that and it, it really does put into perspective like not only can I have this positive impact but like I'm a role model. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's a little like scary yes. to think about, but it's also pretty cool. I mean, it's something that you have to keep in mind. I think any leader, when you're working with anyone, you're a role model. Absolutely. You, know, you have to
2: like keep that there. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I actually just remembered um, I worked with some students um, a couple years ago, and they were seventh through ninth graders. Yeah. And we would actually take them once a week to the elementary school nearby to read yeah. to the second graders. And these kids started to see themselves as leaders because the kids were so excited yeah. to hang out with them and to ask them questions. Yeah. And you could see it in their eyes like, oh, I'm, I'm a role model to these kids. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was so important. And then also in a selfish way, <laughs> I like being a leader because people are listening to me. And, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. people are listening to me, and I'm like, oh, like, things are going the way that I want it yeah. to go, and yeah. it's flawless right now, and so in a selfish way, I also like it when yeah. I want people to listen to me. And that's- you're seeing like the the results of your hard work and leadership yes. play out,
1: and it's yeah. like, yeah. look what happened, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> right,
3: and I think a lot of people feel that way, Kadra, like a lot of our young people listening. I really appreciate, Hannah, you highlighted something I think that's super significant, that leadership can be scary. When people <laughs> jump into being leaders, when our girls, especially, you know, we're girl advocates, we're not saying that you know everything. You have the answers to everything. You right. you're you have the expertise in every element. No, it takes investigating. It takes being humble and saying, "Hey, I don't have the answer to that. Yeah. Let me let me get back to you." Or it takes me saying like, "Hey, I know so and so is good in this area. Let's let's ask them if they can support." So, being a leader doesn't mean you have to know everything. And also, it is scary. So yeah. many people turn down leadership roles because they're like, oh no, I don't I don't know if I can be a leader or how 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 can I say that I can do that? That seems makes me feel like I'm being presumptuous right. or something. I, I think it's okay, first of all, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to try new things. And knowing that the people that you work under, you're not saying that, you know, you're better or you're above. You're saying that you're just helping lead the ship that they're all on. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I mean I just really appreciate Hannah you highlighting that it can't be also hard.
1: Yeah. And I think something that I realized that I never realized and maybe you guys have as well I work with a lot of subject matter experts right which basically means they know a lot about what they do and I don't know as much as they know. Mm-hmm. But I'm leading them. So it gets like a, it's like a little like hmm what does that you know mean exactly? How do you approach that? But I think it's it's so exciting to learn and that it It seems kind of silly to put it this way, but it it was so exciting for me to learn that I could basically be like, oh, I'm not sure of the answer to that question, but this other person knows the answer. So I'm just going to ask them and I don't need to have all the answers. Like you said, as a leader, it's more about that like direction and that motivation and 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 connecting with people than it is about knowing every little piece of everything,
2: you know? Yeah, we're always telling our girls to ask questions when they need help or to advocate for themselves. I think they really appreciate it when we do this. I feel think like yeah. we do the same where if I don't know something, I'll ask someone else and then I'll give them the answer that they are looking for. Instead yeah. of just making something yes! up in my head like, yeah. and hoping that things work out. <laughs> and so I think it's it's for us to be like, oh, yeah, I don't know this, but let me get back to you as soon as possible. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: So I guess from this conversation what I'm kind of hearing from you guys and and from what we've talked about is that there's no one right way to be a leader and that you don't necessarily have to, to like conform to like our ideas about leadership like stereotypical ones that we see around us that that you can find your own path what what do you guys think
2: yeah I agree I think that it's important to let others know that everyone can be a leader. Mm-hmm. Leadership just looks different. It's not just a black and gray area. Is that wait black and white area? Yeah, yeah that's what it is. White. Black <laughs> and white area of you have to. It's like outgoing and not outgoing, like introverted. Like it's there's it's, a whole spectrum. There's a whole spectrum, and I think everyone has the ability to be a leader. It's just sometimes um, people need to be told that like, oh hey, you, what you're doing is a great job. Like you are being a leader right now. because yeah. Some students, some girls that we work with. They have this idea of what a leader looks like. Yep. And that's not the case. And so just letting them know, like, you're being a leader right now. Great yeah. job. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, kind of lifting somebody up. Yeah. I think a big deal, too, is, like, trusting the process, like, growing, being excited about growth, recognizing that growth might feel tricky if you don't feel very good or if you feel like you're failing or not thriving, just knowing that, you know, we all got to start somewhere. And yeah. if you want to be a leader, if you're looking at being a specialized person like Hannah works with, what have you, but, like, just knowing that it's okay to go through that process and, you know, build it up and go through different milestones and not feel like you have to be perfect right on the first try.
1: And I think, too, like, I'm still growing in my leadership style and learning and understanding my leadership style. Me too. I am not Um, capped off. Yeah. (laughs) Same here. I have a lot of growing to do too. Yeah. And I still feel like uh, there are times when I still feel downright stupid about like my leadership style, right? Like I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing at all. Right. And then there are other days where I'm like, nailing it right and so i think that it's it's about kind of working through that and, working through it. I like yeah how you said that, and, Hannah. and you in, enjoying the process of it all and knowing that you're a leader without necessarily knowing all the things
3: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i really appreciate that maybe like maybe that's good to point out that sometimes we all feel like sometimes uh, a little unsure of yeah. ourselves at times or a little nervous about mistakes. Yeah. But yeah, that's going to happen. You know, and just having people you feel safe with and connect with and also knowing that you're still a leader. You know, you're still good. Everyone has days.
2: (laughs) And it's also okay to get out of your comfort zone. I know sometimes it's really scary to do that, but when you see leadership opportunities and you really want to do it, like say you're at school and you see this opportunity and you really want to be a part of it, just trying it, baby steps, and, again, it's really scary, but you'll be really proud of yourself. And Go for
3: it. Yeah. Go for it. Yes. <laughs> no, you'll learn something regardless of how it turns out. That's yeah, true.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, this was an awesome conversation. We're so glad you came
2: back, Kadra.
3: It was awesome having you, Kadra. <laughs> Thank
2: you so much. Please have me again. <laughs> Anytime. This is so much fun. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you have fun. <laughs> we try to have fun
1: here. So, speaking of having fun, we always end our episodes by bringing on our producer, Idel, and she always has a secret would-you-rather question that we like to have a lot of fun debating and deciding on. Um, so,
0: welcome, Idel. Hi, you guys. Idel. <laughs> Idel actually <laughs> opens a vault before, <laughs> before we do what you rather. Yeah, be. and I don't let anybody know the combination. <laughs> Nobody knows it. All right you guys ready we're ready ready. yes ready (laughs) would you rather i'm so excited okay i have a good one i have a really good one would you rather spend a week in the real world but with superpowers of your choice or in the fantasy world of your choice as a regular person
1: i know my answer (laughs) I knew you would. I was just like, uh, <laughs> I was faking it. I actually know exactly what I'm gonna say.
3: I was like, I was just know. trying to build the, the, the suspense. <laughs> but Hannah's like, I know what I'm doing. I say. know what I'm doing. This is not suspenseful.
1: Uh, yeah, I would pick to be a regular person in a fantasy world. Easy. Yeah, because I feel like there are lots of I don't know if you know if Lord of the Rings teaches us anything. You know, it's the the regular people (laughs) You know, the regular people that can be the heroes of even a fantasy story. That's true. So um plus it's just like some even if you're just like a normal like you don't even have to have like the responsibility of having great power. You just get to enjoy magic. (laughs) Yeah that other people are doing. (laughs) Uh sign me up, dude. Maybe there's unicorns.
3: I'm into that. Yeah. (laughs) Hannah, I seriously, I'm answering <laughs> a really like, great answer. <laughs> no, yeah, Patrick's face just is good. like oh. no, that's just a good answer though. <laughs> it is, and I'm answering the same way. Like I, I mean the um, I, I the real world. You could be here anytime, and I know it'd be cool to have powers, but like I'd love to hang out in like a, a virtual world. Like I don't know, like maybe you know, uh, like maybe like a paradise esque, mm-hmm. like overly, overly tropical place. Like Yeah. <laughs> See, that's overly overly like a totally tropical. Overly tropical. tropical. That mean, that's like a totally different
0: answer. That's awesome. But even like in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I,
3: I mean, but I would love that. And I'd want to like uh I almost kinda want to do a survivor thing. Where it's like you're like, you, no <laughs> you want to be deprived to, yeah, of everything and you have to like make it and like
0: <laughs> And like having no powers includes like no food or water, right. <laughs> no water, no but shelter. The, no shelter. Like, but I want the
3: place to be really pretty. I want Negative the sand powers. to be like sparkling. Y'all but you're in a know, life or death. Beautiful. Right. So yeah, I want you the didn't sky to be to pick, purple and pink all the time. You didn't have to, you made it harder to for be so hard. <laughs> no, but I also want to survive. Like, it'll be fine. I get it's that. You want a story it. about yeah. survival. Yeah. yeah. To realize how human I am in a fantasy world. Boom, drop the mic. Whoa. Deep. Yeah. We always take it deep. Katra, what do you think? Yeah, I would
0: on, love Kodra. to be
2: a superhero yeah. in the regular world. I feel like it would be so anxiety inducing if I'm like in a fantasy world and there's like a lot of things going on. I'm like, I can't do any of that. i just got to watch. There's and... like
3: a one-eyed otter like walk past you and yeah. you're like, what do I do with that? I can't <laughs> do anything with this. One-eyed People are going to know
2: that I don't have superpowers. So what if they are mean to me? Like, I don't I'm, like, they see me walking, they're like, oh, that's the girl with no powers.
3: <laughs> and
2: I'm like the laughing stock. If you're in the, the Harry Potter world,
3: they're like, oh, that's a muggle over there. What do they call humans A muggle. muggle. <laughs> a muggle. muggle. They'd be like, oh, Kadra, there's a muggle over yeah, there. Yeah,
2: they would laugh at me. So I feel like I would love to like have a superpower in the real world. I don't think I would tell anybody. It'd just be like my secret for a week, and then yeah. I'm back to normal. Do you know what
0: superpower you'd want?
2: <laughs> oh, that's a good question something like spider-man
0: like where i like can, you can shoot webs out yeah, of yeah i don't know
2: i and just can, always like, climb up he was, pretty sweet. And, he was always yeah. my favorite superhero i just yeah just like the way he would like use his webs like you know like yeah. on the buildings and everything yeah. and was also like pretty strong i thought that was really cool so and also he's
3: really witty answer. and funny yeah. Like, like, yeah i love his personality like yeah um, like peter parker yeah
1: what would you pick, Idel? All
3: right. Well, so as usual, I go last,
0: and then I'm like waffling because now because I've heard everybody's her. answers, <laughs> and I'm I'm like very easily convinced for some reason. So, <laughs> I was, I was thinking I was going to pick superpower because I think you know like flying or appearing and disappearing places would be cool. But then, because I was also I was thinking of fantasy world as being like Harry Potter or like Lord of the Rings, and I don't really. Want to be there, but then Shayna okay. talked about like, okay, this can just be like a fantastical world of your choice, which could be like a beautiful, sparkling island, and see, now unicorns. I want to pick that. <laughs> yeah, there, there might be some unicorns or like and ice cream, lots of ice cream, and I think I'm going to choose that. I think I'd live in the fantasy Will world. Would you as a come to my person. fantasy world? I, I probably, I might, no, because but
1: you have to survive. <laughs> yeah, have survival. <laughs>
0: I would come to your world if I could be, like, in charge of your whole program. Like, I'm the one who has a lawn chair and, like... Uh, oh, like, so you're, like,
3: helping me. Like, a, like every like once, once in a while, you like...
0: And I'm by the beach, and Shayna's, like, over in the corner trying to start a fire with sticks. <laughs> yes! And I'm, like, Shayna... But-
3: Like, keep on it. Like, you're not going to have dinner unless you start that fire. Oh my God. We could be in Candyland and then we could build a raft out of pretzel sticks. See, Shada, you're changing the whole thing. I don't want to live in Candyland.
0: Candyland was scary, though. It was. It was like the molasses man and like the the licorice man. man And like the scary forest. Scary gumdrop forest where you like dissolve in a pool of rainbows.
3: (laughs) And also, I don't like Drops, so I didn't like that. Oh yeah, I'm trying to. I know every once in a while you can like you can like helicopter me like aid or like clues. Yeah, it would be so cool. I'll like
0: throw a paper airplane over. There'll be like Shana. There's like bananas right above you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like eating a giant sandwich. <laughs>
3: And it's gonna be giant because it's a fantasy world. Oh yeah, it's a So it's gonna world. be the and size I of me.
0: Love sandwiches, and it'll be like a huge like party sub that's yes. on a giant table, and Shayna's like trying to fish with like a thread that she pulled out of her shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like how this sounds. Uh-huh. Wow. All right. <laughs> well, clearly we all know what we would choose in this situation. <laughs> So, what would you choose out there, listeners? Think about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for Girls Pick.
0: Hi, I'm Ella. I am a cadet and I'm in Girl Scout Press Corps. Here are my picks. My favorite thing to read is Reader's Digest. It has very inspiring stories and great jokes. My favorite thing to do in my free time is to craft. I think it is rewarding to make something with your hands and to give it to someone and make their day. Thanks for listening. Girl Talk is brought to you by Girl Scouts River Valleys. Our hosts are Shayna Woods and Hannah Gilbert. The show is produced by Adele Erickson with audio editing by McAllister Grant. For more about the podcast and our team, go to girltalk.girlscoutsrv.org. See you next time.